<laughs> I know it's pretty cool, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm Alex Mack, part of the Call to Action crew, and you are watching just a weekly segment of Schmobates. Schmodown's awesome, best, amazing, you know, Schmodown themed debate show for sure. I'm not biased, maybe a little bit, Janine. Just, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you so much for having me. I love the show. It's going to be really fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know um, you actually come up pretty regularly. And, you know, it's part of the debate questions. You know, uh, you know, best entrance. You know, a lot of these, like you know, you know, uh, these questions as well. So I'm excited for you actually to be on screen with me today. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. So on Schmo Bates, thank you so much for coming and checking us out this Wednesday evening or morning or wherever, whatever <laughs> time it is for you right now. I don't know what day it is. What year is it? Right. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> they got 5,000 of the quarantine. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so Schmobates is a weekly segment of, you know, the debate show uh, for Schmodown where we really kind of argue the biggest questions what Schmodown has going on, all the way from the best belt match in history, all the way down to, you know, who is the best person, Schmodown personality to have to have as your partner in a food fight, you know, so we got to get the questions answered, Janine. Yes, hard-hitting questions, for sure. Are you, do you like debating? Do you like uh, fighting verbally to the death? Um, I'm okay at it, you know, but my, most of my experience is talking crap with Mike on, you know, Twitter. And I was in a debate team in college. Um, we were, <laughs> we were called the master debaters. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> Very college. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, guys, uh, thanks again for coming and check us out. We are going to be bringing on board our competitors for sure. We have two, some of my favorite competitors in Shmodan, so I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Okay. So our first competitor is, uh, you might know him as uh, the big man on campus from the dungeon. You know, you might know him as a Cinnabon. You might know him as the, you know, the big cheese. I just know him as a dude named Eric. Woohoo! How's it going, Eric? I, I'm a Cinnabon? Yes, absolutely a Cinnabon. <laughs> I'll take it. So, like, sweet and great, but also terrible for you? Yeah, I'll take no, that. No, Cinnabons yeah. are always great. <laughs> they're, they're, they're warm and comforting, just like you, Eric. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> for sure. And there's also quite a bit of love, you know, from... Um, Miss Movies, Brianne Chandler herself. Absolutely. And uh, Eric, I know you actually have a big match that's be going public later this week, so I'm excited to see it. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of Eric going on this week, yes. like, for sure. Yeah, very, uh, very zipper heavy week, uh, which for me <laughs> is every week, but you know. <laughs> I hope so, you know. <laughs> You are living the Eric life, you know, so the Eric Zipper life, for sure. Especially yes. right now. It's a lot of just Eric Zipper in a room at the moment. So. <laughs> Hopefully for not that much longer. Yes. Fingers oh, crossed. Uh, we have our, your competitor. You may know him as a kid or as that one, the, the best actor on that show on Netflix or, you know, one of the, you know, maybe the better half of, uh, you know, of a little team. You might know him as Brendan. Hello. 
How's it hey, going? Hey, good. Thank you for having me on. I guess it's my mission to stop all this zipmentum that's going on. I both love and hate that. New question. Why is zipmentum the best? Why is it not trending? Why that's is the it real not question. trending? <laughs> you know what? There's still time. There is uh, <laughs> Brennan, um, it's like I know. Obviously, you are an actor. You are no uh, stranger to being on screen. You know all that good stuff. Um, have you ever debated on camera before? You know what? Uh, I have not done a lot of debating, but I was actually just on something on Sunday that was like this uh, reality type game, and I wound up having to debate my game in front of a jury. So I have a little bit of experience this week. Actually, Ooh. I have a little bit of experience this week arguing over StreamYard. <laughs> well, it was your warm up for this show. That's know? right. That's right. The big, the, the but big other thing. than that, no, I, 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 I a little, a little inexperienced. Would you say that you like arguing? That you like debating? I know Janine, you're like you debated a little in college, but you know, it, maybe it depends on the subject. Eric, I stand by it, a complete cinnabon. <laughs> I just, I, I was like, I don't want to argue with you in any single way. Um, but Brennan, are you, it's like, do you like debating or that kind I, of back and forth? Uh, I do actually, I do enjoy debating. I enjoy, uh, I don't think I would be good in a physical fight of any kind. So this is very enjoyable that all I have to use are my words. And I like Eric a lot. He's one of my favorite people on the show. And actually, and you know, I always think about it. He was one of the people I talked to the most, uh, way back when, when I was at Spectacular a year ago, before it even played. So it'll be fun to sort of uh, defeat him tonight. I'm just now finding out that this is not a physical fight. So <laughs> awkward. Take down the punching bag. This is a fake background. I'm outside your window right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we, we have been getting quite a bit. I was like, we have uh, we have a, a bunch of you guys. Thank you so much for coming again. I this is like a first time for all of you guys for being on the show. So you're mm -hmm. trying something uh, new, hopping on with us. So I appreciate it. Yeah. So I, if you are if you guys are watching Schmobates for the first yeah. time, welcome. Thanks for coming in and hanging out with us. Schmobates is uh, you know like I mentioned before, is a Schmodown themed debate show. Now how the format goes? We have three big questions. You know both Eric and Brennan they already picked out their answers and everything ready to go. Um, we're gonna be starting out with Eric with the opening statement for one minute piece, as well as the uh, closing statement for question number one. And then for question number two, we're moving over to Brendan. He's going to give his opening as well as closing statement first. And for the third and final question, the most important aspect of Schmobates is this little coin, the team action coin. This is the most superior currency coin of all time. So it's like it, a John Wick coin when you finish. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. Yes. So if you're a member of the Action Army, a general in particular, you actually get access to, you know, get this coin in particular. It's amazing. Um, has a nice little weight to it. So it's really nice. But we're going to be using that to determine the third and final question. Who's going to go first, actually? Now, again, Brendan and Eric, they already chose if they're going to be team trader or team guy. So... I'm really scared to see these guys fight because I love them both so much. Janine, 
<laughs> yes, this is going to be tough. I want to see lots of zip men some of those. It's very frustrating for me since I love them both so much. Um, but yeah, Janine, as much as Janine and I, you know, really want to determine who is going to walk away with bragging rights forever. Um, it's actually going to be you guys, the audience, that will determine who's going to walk away the winner today. So you're going to be determining uh, that through Twitter. You have to go make your opinions known there. And I will also be letting you know, you know, pretty consistently, um, you know, when you can vote, all that good stuff. So definitely uh, keep watching for sure. Okay. So we're going to be starting with the first question with Eric. You have one minute to make your opening statements. And Janine, please do the honors. All right, guys. Uh, who had the best rookie debut? Best rookie debut. Well, you have one minute starting now. Look, I don't even need a full minute for this because to me, it is immediately apparent who had the best rookie debut of all time. And you may say I'm biased, but I think it is very clear that it was the inner geekdom champ himself, Kevin Smets. Not just because of the way that he played in his first match. Obviously, he got a lot of questions right. Lots of people have gotten a lot of questions right in their first match. But he not only played an amazing match, he also came in with a fully formed character, his own manager, and basically created a faction by entering the league. Uh, yeah, that's my opening statement. Okay, so yield the rest of your time. Totally cool. Yep. All right. I don't even need it. Confidence. I'm here for it. All right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely choosing one from your own faction. Got to represent the dungeon. Loving it. And over to you, Brendan. You also got one minute for your opening questions. Your opening statement starting now. All right. So the beginning of uh, my opening statement is actually pretty similar to Zippers in that I might seem a little biased, but the fortunate thing for me is that the best rookie debut <laughs> of all time in the Schmodown actually did happen to my partner, William Bibiani. And it's not just me that said this, it's, it's always talked about as the greatest rookie debut. And I'll go more into it in the points, but the criteria that I look at is performance with the questions, uh, the, the difficulty of the opponent, the legacy, and just the pure stats and the character work. So I look forward to being able to show how, uh, despite a great debut by Smets, Bibiani uh, wins on all of those criteria. All right, yield on the rest of that time. Confidence, I am digging. Yes. Okay. All right, Janine, we got some picks, and you know, bias isn't everything we saw. We do. Obviously, these are two awesome picks overall. Like, what do you think? Um, you know, I, I have a little bit of bias myself, but I, I won't say just yet. I'm excited to hear these points, and uh, yeah, you guys are looking good so far. <laughs> if uh, who would you choose if you were in this conversation? Um, Argue in favor of, I mean. I, I, I might go for the Smasher. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, guys. Okay, so we are going to be going ahead. You guys got four minutes of open right. arguments. And again, you know, feel free to interrupt each other, really poke holes in each other's arguments. Please do. And uh, please make a note of the little timer thing I'm going to be having over in the corner right there. We'll let you know when you have two minutes remaining and 30 seconds and, you know, a final five, uh, five second countdown as well. Starting now. 
All I'm right. really so, glad you well, said that we can interrupt each other because <laughs> yeah. Brendan right. Meyer is a very easy guy to interrupt and am to I, be mean to. No innate likability, not right. a sweet, <laughs> kind person of yeah. any kind. So simple to just yeah. steamroll well, and walk all over him. So, well, I'd like to see you try, Eric. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> so that was me we... trying. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we cut? Why don't we just cut to it, Eric? Because I really think that when it comes to this question, that William Bibiani sets the points record to that point in his debut match. Twenty-three points. Twenty-three points. Well, it's no longer the record. It is now still i mean it's still an amazing score if someone came in in their debut match today and they got 23 points it would be impressive bibiani did that in his debut setting the record at the time he plays a statistically perfect game he only checks down to multiple choice one time and he gets a one point steal not to mention his opponent his opponent is also an amazing player mark andreco who i believe at the time scored the most points for somebody who didn't win a match with, I believe it was 20. And also, and Draco is a former champion. So for me, these are two huge things that despite Kevin Smith's being a legendary player, having a legendary run after his match, you can't say that Kevin had a champion-worthy opponent delivering a champion-worthy performance against him. And you can't argue that he set a record. It's funny that you mentioned Mark Andreco because he's my roommate and he just agreed with me from the other room. Uh, <laughs> don't ask me to prove it. You'll have to take my word for so it. Mark is saying, so Mark is saying that David Moore is a superior player to him. Is that what, is that what we're hearing? Oh, wow. That, uh, I'm not sure those, that, that was his that, exact wording. Uh, I mean, because I think you know that you're twisting, you're twisting mine. I mean, Mark's words against me. I mean, him. Um, look, because when Kevin came into this league, you're right that Bibiani had an amazing debut for what the league was when he entered the league. But I don't think anyone would argue that in the past year or two, there has been a fundamental shift in how how the game is played, and what the overall approach to the league is. And if you're talking about coming into the Schmodown as a sport, as a player, as a competitor who is here to win, and who is here to play this game within the genre that it's played in, with the full force of character, with the full force of competitiveness, and the knowledge to back it up, I think Kevin's first match marks a distinct turning point in the history of the Schmodown. It's the moment at which this became a serious sport. And to top it all off, he showed up with his own manager, who also happens to be my manager. Whatever, it's fine. Leave me alone. <laughs> but it's but Bibiani so impressive great, as a feat. He came in with a character as well, though. He came in with a character as well. And he had great stage presence, and he fully embraced the theatricality of the Schmodown. It's not like Kevin, even though he is amazing at it, he didn't create the theatricality of the Schmodown. Yeah, but does Bibiani wear a hoodie? <laughs> Not it well in his debut. He did wear an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> okay, all right. But either way, uh, you're right that there is also a theatricality to Bibbs. But I think that the, for lack of a better word, seriousness that Kevin brought into his debut match, people were immediately talking about him as someone who could hang with Kalinowski and Rachel after one match. Right. Just like they were talking about Bibiani being able to win the singles title after one match. Right? <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
saying, brother. I'm Stop throwing my own words back at me. <laughs> this is not fair. Look at his face. I can't do this. I'm sorry. I shouldn't like let you guys know there's a countdown, but I'm taking notes. And uh, uh, I, I just really want to give you guys more time. And I can't wait to hear you guys hear the closing statements. These are solid arguments. And these are two tremendous picks. And, you know, your your boy, you know, Eric is, you know, letting you know, slow, slow to your zip. I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah. And I do love uh, you, Kevin. You know, I do love you, Kevin. It's not the best rookie debut of all time, but love you as a person. And just to be clear, this is not, not um, if, if someone votes, like, in favor of one or the other, we're not actually saying one a person has, like, a completely better uh debut than the other we're just saying just for these arguments one person was better at arguing just to clarify just to clarify but also you know jumpsuits are hoodies <laughs> that, that might be what it comes down to yeah. that um, might be that's the eternal question right yeah um you know, but frank you know you know frankie numbers is, himself is you know he's really quick you know to say you know zip with a solid counter argument Whoa. this is a great start yeah, so uh you know absolutely the now, numbers man is on my side that's just math <laughs> i think he just said your counter argument was solid i don't think he said that you were correct <laughs> slow down <laughs> well okay speaking i heard of what i heard you heard what you heard <laughs> yeah Speaking of counter arguments, though, for the closing statements, you also have 60 seconds apiece to answer any final questions. Now, Janine, I feel like obviously these are both really great points, but was there any question that you feel like you definitely need answered to have them sway your vote? Uh, for me, I am one of those fans slash competitors who values character stuff just as much as the mm -hmm. trivia game. So mm -hmm. I want to hear more specifics about what made each of these characters and their character work superior in their first rookie match. Mm. Absolutely. Okay, so a little more character work may perhaps like yes. uh, the impact those uh, competitors had for the fans as well. Yes. Um, yeah, I would love to hear some specifics about that. Now for the, oh, whoopsie, I still put that sucker up, my bad. Forget about me, forget about me. Oh, whoopsie, whoops. Nerf. Okay, so you guys have one minute for your closing statement. And starting with Eric, please answer those final questions. Starting right Well, Janine, I'm glad you said that you want to know more about what made the character work so special because uh, in one of my day jobs, uh, not at the moment, but I teach improv to high schoolers. And when we talk about character, uh, we talk about how a character isn't just a name and their occupation. The character is their relationships to other people. And so Kevin Smets came into the league, not just with a character, but with a manager, which means he came in with a built-in dynamic, with somebody to bounce off of, with somebody to act as a foil to him, and then very quickly also pulled me and Paul in. So he came in not just with an insular character that was him in front of a camera doing the doing the character work by himself, but with a range of interactions that he could have with the people around him, but with this character that was always so clear and distinct inside of those interactions. Okay. All right, five things remaining. All right. Yeah, relationships with the managers and everything as well absolutely they uh you know they definitely add feel to the fire in the development of the character you know and the 
idea of uh, people have for them for sure. Okay. And over to you, Brendan, you also have one minute on the clock for your closing statement starting now. All right. Well, to address the question, uh, first off, Bibiani also came in with a great character, a different kind of character, but he was dressed as Hannibal Lecter. He was bringing the fun, even though he was a heel at the beginning, bringing the fun of dressing up like an iconic movie character, which I think is a really, really exciting way to do character work. People still to this day do that. He may not have been the first to do it, but he's one of the ones that has embraced it the most. And also, he did it on his own. He came in with a singular vision. He had this fully formed persona of the beast, which he has continued to sort of adjust over time. So I feel like not only did he come in with a strong character, which he brought to himself into the league, he also has been able to be that beloved and really push the theatricality on its own. And again, going back as it's a closing statement to why I think it's the best rookie debut, I think he had a very, very difficult opponent. I think he scored an iconic amount of points that would still stand to this day. And those together, I think he knocked it out of the park. And time, perfect timing. Oh, okay. So, oh, Jake just told me I started it a little bit early uh, for you. I'm sorry about that, uh, Eric. Apologize for you. Um, okay, so both of you guys are getting a whole lot of love in the chat. Absolutely. You know, uh, Frank is, you know, has mentioned, you know, Zip just uh, brought to school. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Actually, you know, uh, schools aren't open right now, but metaphorically speaking, oh, yes. yes. Virtual school. Virtual school. To, to online school. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, Chargers, you know, kind of read from Grab Rail. You still remember that? Um, what did Kevin do? Awesome. Oh, oh. What? Okay, now, okay, so you guys heard the complete. Yeah, because it's all about catchphrases. <laughs> catchphrases are pretty fantastic. Okay. Catchphrases, if, if they're good, they are great. When they're bad, okay. All right, so that completes our first argument. So if you're watching this and you're like, you know what, I want to vote in favor of Brendan, I want to go in favor of Eric, totally fine. You can do it now or later towards the end of the three matches. You can go ahead and go over to Twitter. Thank you, Jake. And, uh, you know, definitely do it there. Make your opinions known. Because if you do not vote today, if you do not vote within 10 minutes after we wrap up the final questions, you're kind of screwed. Your, your opinions won't matter. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm so one of us demands a recount. But as of now, that's how you're going to have to do it. So figure it out. Okay. So how do you guys feel about uh, doing your first arguments? Feel a little bit better? Feel a little bit worse? How do you feel? It was fun. I feel warmed up. Yeah. Yeah. Jane, yeah. are you, if sits are a little more confident now, do you feel like you want to bash him over the head a little bit with that, you know, cardboard hammer a little bit more? Yes, yes. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to keep making Zipmentum a thing, feel free. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. You, know. you, definitely, you definitely brought it. You definitely brought that Zipmentum. It's a double-edged sword because the more Zipmentum comes up, the better it is for Eric. But if that really becomes a thing against all odds, didn't I really win too? I mean, this is really... <laughs> It's been emotional. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, that is really <laughs> right. Ugh. Well, we are going to be going on to our second question. Okay. Uh, Janine, will you please do the honors? Okay, guys. Question two: What slice should be added to the singles slash teams league? Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Um, we Earlier this uh, year, we actually had a bunch of slices added. And, uh, you know, but why stop there? There's a bazillion more potential slices that could be created. You know, some are might be taken away and some might be added in the future. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. You, uh, we're starting with Brendan, we're starting with you for your opening statement for your choice. You have one minute on the clock starting. Oh, if I can get rid of it. There we go. Starting. Oh, no, what I do. Okay, well, we're not doing it with that timer All right. anymore. All right, no worries. <laughs> I don't know what I did wrong, guys. <laughs> we're starting right now. All right. So uh, when I thought about this, I thought about some of the most iconic actors that had not been included on the wheel to date. Most of our genres are covered and a lot of great directors are covered, but there are two huge actors, two iconic actors, especially ones that I think became even more intertwined uh, in the last year, which are Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. And both could warrant a slice on their own, but I think you'll see uh, when I get out of my opening statement that not only do they deserve each a slice of their own, that they actually together could be a much more um, fun and useful addition to the Schmodown wheel. And that there's a lot of ways that they intertwine and that they can support one another. And uh, it's great. All right, you're yielding uh, the last 15 seconds. Awesome. All right. Okay. And I do want to uh, clarify, just want to make sure when you're saying Al Pacino De Niro movies, are you referring to them where they co-star or referring to- Well, I'll go into that in the specifics. Separately. But well, I can go into that in the specifics. Oh, but, okay. It will cover just Pacino and just the Nero movies, but I think that they can combine together in interesting ways to make it valid that they're one slice. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure yeah. I'm writing it down correctly. All right. Pacino, De Niro. Actors, I don't think anyone really knows about, you know, whatever. All right. <laughs> kind of over to you. No big you know, You'll really be able to screw people with that. Then, you know. Must be like some big <laughs> actors or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, you also have one minute starting now. Great. Um, so there have been plenty of discussions as far as bringing foreign language films into the Schmodown and asking more questions about more international movies. Uh, and I think the perfect place to start when it comes to bringing in movies that are made outside of the States is with Korean films, especially after Parasite and Bong Joon-ho cleaned up at the Oscars this year. I think it is a great time for us to bring in a Korean movie slice because there are so many great Korean movies that have also been released over here. And that way we could fold incredible filmmakers like Bong Joon-ho and Park Chan-wook and Kim Ji-woon into the Schmodown. Uh, and I really just would love a chance to ask, your que ask answer questions about some of those movies because they're amazing. Okay, really yielding the last 10 seconds. All right. Okay, so um, Al Pacino and De Niro versus Korean films, specifically Korean films. Is that correct? Not foreign films? Okay. Mm -hmm. Just one. Korean to... movies. Okay, just want to make sure I had my notes correct. All right. Well, you guys have four minutes, and hopefully my timer this time works, and so let's see how this one goes. <laughs> Starting right now. <laughs> I think I, well, I just want to clarify. I think Pacino and De Niro are great, and I think that they're both so iconic. And putting them together, I think if they had their own slices, they wouldn't come up as much. And I think what's great is you think about you know Redford and Newman. I think one thing that would be a great way to introduce more actors 
into the Schmodown so that they can become slices that come up more, like Matt and Ben that just came up, is to put two iconic actors together. And why I think Pacino and De Niro are interesting is that the three big movies that they were in together, um, Heat, The Godfather Part Two, and most recently The Irishman, are long, epic, popular films. So they really lend themselves to deep cut questions, right? So yes, you could ask specific questions about so many great De Niro movies or so many great Pacino movies, but you would always be able to rest on those three major films for plot specific questions to tie them together. And I think that that would be good. And then I think you could also, they have very long Academy Awards history. So when you look at the types of questions that get asked in a Scarlett Johansson or any of these things, sometimes, or any really actress slice, they'll often bring out what was their first Oscar nomination? What was their first nomination for Best Supporting Actor? What was their most recent nomination? These are all things where you got De Niro and Pacino, two of the most nominated actors of all time. So it lends itself to those types of questions. It lends itself to really interesting deep cuts about iconic films and also questions about really iconic films. But because those films are so iconic and the actors are so iconic, so many of those movies are already asked about in the Schmodown as it currently stands. Even if not specifically through the lens of Pacino and De Niro, those movies are represented in the Schmodown, whereas you cannot say the same for most Korean films. But then Plus, if you want to talk about bringing great actors in, my favorite actor ever, Song Kang-ho, has right. probably never been asked about in the Schmodown, and a Korean slice would give us an opportunity to bring in all of these underrepresented actors and filmmakers and a whole bevy of genres as well. I actually agree because I love Korean cinema, but the problem that you run into, I think, is why Korean cinema over French cinema or um, you know British cinema even. There's a lot of um, places with long, rich histories. And while I think the Korean cinema will be great down the road, I think there's a, des a desperate need to get Pacino and De Niro in there. And, and yes, they're asked about in other categories, but by that logic, why have any actor-specific questions? I mean, you could get a question about Harrison Ford, which they just added in drama. You could get a Coen Brothers question in drama or comedy. But the whole point is making sure that all the icons of acting and all the icons of directing are represented on the wheel. And so I think that we are missing Pacino and De Niro. But when people are talking about the things that are missing from the Schmodown, mm -hmm. You don't hear Pacino and De Niro brought up, but you hear foreign language films and international cinema brought up all the time. It what? is the hugely underrepresented section of film going. And you're right. Why pick Korean as opposed to French films, Japanese films, whatever? I think it's a great place to start, not just because it's zeitgeisty at the moment because of Parasite and because of Bong Joon-ho, but also because there's just... I'm trying to think of the best way to say it, but it encompasses... It encompasses such a range of genre and style uh, that also feels like one category, feels like one sort of uniform thing. The Korean film industry deserves to be asked about, as do many filmmakers within that industry. And sure, Pacino and De Niro deserve that too, but people talk about Pacino and De Niro all the time. We're right. talking about them right now. Yeah, that's fair. And we're talking about Korean cinema. No, I think that there's a great argument to be made for a foreign film slice or specific slices. But I think that when it comes to what slice should be added, I'm not sure specifically Korean cinema pops for me as much as some of these actors that we need. Even though we'll because be Because that yeah, slice has hey, got hi. a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just does it for me. He's like, Brandon has his head all the way up it. <laughs> I heard you for the first time, like, 
Love it. So, <laughs> that I just, is just like so fresh for me. Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, I rewatched it like uh, maybe a month ago, right when this whole first started. So I'm it's fresh in my mind as well. That scene is wonderful and comes out of nowhere. So that, that's so what's good. so great. Is it just it's wonderful? Maybe the best line reading of all time. I will give you that. And imagine, imagine if there was a question. Imagine if there was a question. In what Pacino movie will you hear that? And then you know someone launches into it. I mean, I think that would just be incredible. I mean, do you have a favorite De Niro or Pacino quote? I feel like um, there's a bazillion of them. Um, Dirty Grandpa. That's that's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Brendan is just lobbying for dirty grandpa questions. I actually made a huge mistake. That's what I meant by the deep questions we could yeah. ask. You know, what is the name? We could get Jack and Jill questions. Guys, I mean. What other slice can you be? What other slice could possibly have Jack and Jill? And <laughs> the Godfather. I mean, come on. I mean, like, this is iconic. Well, Wait, what is that <laughs> where it's like the Dunkin' Donuts Pacino? Yeah, Dunkachino. <laughs> Dunkachino. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. so Dean is just like is killing it with these uh, little comments here and there, which I appreciate. Um, a wheel slice ass. <laughs> oh, wheel slice yeah. ass. Yes. 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 <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, there's a lot of love for both of you guys. You guys have both made some really fantastic arguments. And uh, you guys, I know, Jake, I know you put up the polls, at the, but you know, don't vote right now because they haven't made their closing statements. Mm. All right, um, but yeah, I felt like there was uh, several really great arguments in here. I know, Brendan, you're really gonna argue in favor of you know Pacino and De Niro, uh, not because they're not only they're like really iconic actors, um, but you can also talk about you know the Oscars. You can talk about movie release dates. You know all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, you did uh, mention Eric pretty quickly that these movies that all the movies that they're already in are pretty consistently asked about already in other categories. So why you know bring that in you know more than it already is. But you really kind of focus on, you know, Korean films, not foreign films. And, you know, Brendan kind of mentioned, well, why not, you know, UK movies or, you know, French cinema or anything like that. So, um, but you kind of mentioned it's more like a launching pad to potentially other categories of foreign cinema, it sounded like, essentially. Um, Janine, I feel like we had two solid arguments here. I kind yeah, of went with like assuming one or the other, but I'm not going to lie. You know, you know, Korean films is like, you know, definitely having a pretty solid argument. What are you thinking as a competitor? How would you feel about both of these slices? Um, I'm really intrigued with the Korean cinema idea. I haven't seen very many of those movies, so it would be part of my studying, you know, regimen to start watching movies like mm. that, which is, you know, a great new thing for me. Um, my only issue with that is how would we combat pronunciation and spelling issues in matches Ooh. with Korean mm -hmm. names and Korean directors and uh, yeah, things like that. Mm -hmm. I know that's, you know, <laughs> that's a pretty consistent question. You know, now we're, a lot of challenges are being whipped out, You being used, yeah. you know, spelling and, you know, being a used, that's to be phonetically correct. Not yeah. sometimes, they don't always have to be spelled correctly, but they need to be phonetically correct. And that can be very difficult, especially in the foreign films category, yes. no matter the language, no. you know. Um, yeah. So Eric, if you can, you know, address that, that would be wonderful. But also, um, Brendan, if you can, I would love for you to kind of really kind of deep dive into 
specifically why we don't have like we already have a lot of these movies represented into it what would specifically would this this category bring that other categories can't just a little bit more um but yeah we're gonna be starting with you brennan for the closing statements this time around okay and keep whipping on my counter right now go for it yeah, and like I said, I just to start off, I, I'm not trying to diss Korean cinema at all. I think it would be amazing to see a Korean movie slice. I think it would be amazing to see a French film slice. It, I think what stands out to me about Pacino and De Niro is that they are both such iconic actors. And yes, they'll be asked about before, but this is a chance to have a little bit of a, a deeper dive on their careers. I think they're very interesting and that they're of a similar era. They came up at a similar time. And I just feel like they'll never be represented as much as they need to be if they're not put into the schmodown. You know, we might not get these plot specific questions about some of their work. And yes, they have such a fascinating, they've done some of the most highbrow films in the world, some of the most acclaimed films, and they've done films that are more for fun, but equally as iconic and well known. And so I think there's just this great opportunity to, yes, they'll be represented in other categories, but not as deep and not as richly as they deserve. So that's why I think Pacino and De Niro is, is, is more press, we need it. And time. I know I'd be excited to, uh, you know, try to attack that slice for sure. Yeah, okay, definitely. so over to you, Eric. You also have one minute to address uh, our questions, but also really sell us on Korean films, starting right now. Great. Uh, look, I'm not going to pretend that my desire for these movies is not rooted in a selfish want to have some of my favorite movies represented in the Schmodown, right? Uh, but I also think that a diversity of film, a diversity of origin, of genre, of everything w helps the Schmodown grow and helps push people towards movies that they might not know about. And I think if we can be doing that, if that can be a side effect of this show, that we're drawing attention two works of art that people may not have heard of, that's an amazing thing all on its own. Uh, and to answer Janine's question, uh, I think that many of the names are would be just as easy to spell or pronounce as a lot of English names, which are often more confusing. Like you hear Song Kang Ho and that name is spelled and pronounced exactly how you assume it would be, you know? Um, and time. Pythons, but that's fine. Hyphens are found in a lot of names. <laughs> no matter the way, they are found in a lot of names. <laughs> if you love hyphens, vote for me, is what I'm saying. Okay, now is the time to uh, make your opinions known on a little thing on Twitter. And, uh, you know, really kind of vote. Are you in favor of Brendan, you know, with uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, that slice, or, you know, on with Korean films and, you know, kind of going that route. Yeah. These are awesome arguments. Yeah. I like, like I was, I'm, I'm real, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little surprised like how solid both arguments yeah. are. And, like, and they're like really kind of counter, counter arguing because they're really effectively. It can be two like, things. No. We need them both. Let's have them both. We need Korean films starring Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. <laughs> there it is. Make it happen. Make it happen. I wish we did like have both categories added next year. Right. That's right. Christian's like, fine guys. I'll, 
We'll make it work. (laughs) Until this year, I had been lobbying so hard for Coen Brothers and Paul Thomas Anderson slices. So when those got introduced, I already felt like I won. I was like, all right, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, I remember Snyder, he did like an episode with uh, the action guys talking about uh, ranking. They were uh, comparing contrasting Quinn Tarantino versus Quincy Anderson. I remember that. And 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 the conversation of the Coen Brothers kept coming in just because there's so (laughs) many stylistic, you know, similarities. I guess you know um, they're those uh, directors, and you know they're all writers and directors and everything, and so they're always in the co- similar conversations. Yeah. yeah, also a super large filmography too, which is great. Like the Coens yeah. is even oh, yeah. larger than Tarantino. They may have actually made. I don't want to speak out of school, but they may have actually made more movies combined. Made more movies than uh, PTA and Quentin Tarantino combined. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. They have. They probably have. Yeah, yeah they probably yeah. have. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes they do movies <laughs> like without you know being together. You know, Joel. Yeah. I, Joel and Ethan, right? I right. Think that's yeah. yeah. Joel is doing his first one without Ethan next year, his Macbeth adaptation. Yeah. So I'm very hey. curious how that's hey. going to turn out. No pressure. Macbeth is like. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's serious business. So. <laughs> uh, no kidding, right there. All right. Okay. So um, we're going to be going on to the third and final question. So as you know, the third and final question, it's the weirdest. It's in my <laughs> opinion, uh, the most fun. And uh, we're the really kind of let the arguments fly. Okay. Essentially. We're gonna go a little cray cray with this one. So it's, you All know, right. we need a little fantasy element. And uh, when it comes to our little schmo base. Now, um, if you're not familiar with uh, uh, you know, these episodes of schmo base, on the third and final question, we use this little coin to determine who is gonna go first. And if you're not familiar with this little coin is, this coin of majesty. Um, so on one hand, it has a team, uh, our Lord and savior, uh, team mm-hmm. guy. And on the other side, it has this uh, little Dweebo, um, <laughs> traitor, hashtag uh, team traitor, right there. Uh, you might know him as Ben Bateman, but traitor, okay. come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's going to determine who is uh, really, if they can go first. So we already determined prior to jumping on camera. I want to double check. Uh, Brendan, you. I was team guy. Brendan uh, is team traitor. Yeah. <laughs> team Dweebo. Eric and Kincho's guy. And I am very worried that this is uh, a uh, traitor I lose, uh, guy Eric wins kind of thing. You'd be surprised how often, I mean, like, yeah. it's, it's like it's kind of ridiculous. I you promise. Um, I do want to emphasize if uh, we're, we don't want anyone to, um, anyone watching this to be like, oh, the dungeon is my favorite faction of all time. Therefore, I'm going to vote for Eric for all, all the arguments and also vice versa. I don't want to vote. That sounds great to me. I don't know what you're talking about. But, <laughs> but also vice versa, you know, the quirky marks, I mean, like some of the best players of all time over there. And so, you know, you don't want to vote in favor of one of the other just because you prefer, right. you know, one competitor or one faction or whatever it might be. All right, I'm going to go in and give it a quick flip or at least I'll try to flip it. <laughs> it is team. Uh, Dweebo. That guy. Was, uh, <laughs> that, that one yes. It is Bateman. Okay. So that All means right. uh, you get the choice. Would you like to go first or defer? I am going to go second. second. So I will defer, I guess. All right. Okay. So for the third and final question, you have one minute, Eric, to make your argument. And Janine, please. Okay. 
All right. And just for the record, my real answer for the De Niro question is Cape Fear. Um, (laughs) So question three, (laughs) what Schmodown personality would best fit into the world of John Wick? No big deal. No pressure. (laughs) One of those high energy franchises of all time. So (laughs) better fit in pretty smooth. And uh, you guys both uh, chose poorly because the real answer is Janine over here. I mean, (laughs) I thought that would be a little bit, you know, she was the moderator. I felt like maybe that would be a little bit sad. Oh, so now you have scruples. Okay. (laughs) All right. So you have one minute to make your arguments. Um, Eric, starting right now. Great. When I think of John Wick, which is one of my favorite series, I think of two vibes over everything else. That is badassery, just amazing fights and super cool stuff. And then the other one is an elegance. There's lots of classical music. There's lots of gorgeously designed buildings and locations. And when I think of elegant and classy, I think of Clark Wolf. Not only because I think it would be awesome to watch her and Keanu Reeves bounce off each other, but also because she fits in that world, especially when you think about the high table and the adjudicator and all these characters that come into that world. That's the vibe that I feel like Clark gives off. Also, and this is most of my argument, if I'm being real, the word wolf is in her name. (laughs) Can't argue that. Wicked wolf. I like it. All right. You're deferring the remaining 10 seconds. Totally fine. All right. Clark Wolf. No pressure. And who did you pick, Brennan? You have one minute starting right now. All right. So I actually think that the reasons that Eric listed are a lot of the reasons why I thought of my choice. You know, it's not just about being badass. This is a world of assassins. This is populated with interesting characters. And you really have to have a presence that can go toe to toe, not just in a physical capacity, but in a presence capacity. And so that's why I thought of John the Outlaw Roca, one of the first real badass, intense characters in the league, someone who can walk into a room and immediately command attention, all eyes on them. Not to mention that Roca is a physical person in real life. You know, he's a former veteran. He clearly knows how to put himself in a position to be uh, in a physical prime. So I felt like he had these two massive components, and I look forward to talking about that more. But that's who I thought. Okay, also yielding the last 10 seconds. (laughs) I can easily picture both of these people (laughs) in that world. (laughs) Just like in a world where New York City is casually on every corner, everyone Everyone knows how to like work knives and work guns Mm. and all that good stuff. Mm. Kung Fu, everything. Okay, Janine, if there was one skill that you could pick up in the world of John Wick, what skill would you like to have? Um, killing people while using a <laughs> while using a <laughs> samurai sword. <laughs> I thought it was going to go full stop. It was just like, no, oh god, no, no, no. <laughs> murder, just murder, murder, just straight up murder <laughs> while on a motorcycle, right. yeah. a a or a horse, or a horse, <laughs> or a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How to make a horse kick people. That that would be really good. I, <laughs> I know I would love I've never been on a horse. I would love to learn to ride a horse while like 
like using a gun. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, so we have, uh, you know, some people in the chat, you know, really kind of mentioning, you know, Weston, you know, Clark is an amazing pick, you know, um, yeah. But also, <laughs> there's a lot of people going back and forth uh, saying, um, you know, going to, they're fighting each other. You guys are debating, but also people in the chat are debating as well. Um, but also, Danny, uh, Danny Coast is like saying, y'all are wrong. Most definitely would be the hitman. Sorry. Hi. Ah. Yes. Oh, I can I see mean, it. Yeah, I mean, he's got the swagger. He's got the personality. He, he is. He is. Yeah, but how do you call yourself the hitman in a world where literally <laughs> everyone is <laughs> a hitman? It's not very discreet. It's not very discreet. <laughs> That's Everyone's the hitman. He is the <laughs> asterisk to man. All right. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, but Drew is like really quick to just confirm what mm. I said earlier. Janine was my first thought, you know. Oh, thank you, Drew. I mean, come on, badassery all the way, classic, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um, we got some love for a guy. I mean, obviously. I thought about him. I did thought um, about him. Yeah, more love for the machine, <laughs> but also Kevin ah, Smith's what could okay. really all right let's go ahead and go into it you guys have four minutes to make each other's arguments and i'll let you guys know when oh. it's doing a little more of a countdown starting okay. now all right oh oh you want me to go first all right i see her i see her all right all right, all right. You want to rip off me? Go for it. That's how confident I am. Go for it. All right, I like it. I, I just think, again, like I was saying in the opening statement, I think that John, you can see him fitting into this world because not only is John a credible, intense, kind of badass figure, there is a heightened quality to him. You know, there is something larger than life. You know, he, he's not just believable as just a run-of-the-mill hitman. He's believable as someone who could really go toe-to-toe -to -toe with huge personalities, be in these, these big kind of meetings, these big kind of battles. So I just think that John has that personality. He has that ability to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with the biggest kinds of badasses from a character perspective. And again, he just has that experience. We know that he has that grit and that intensity that he could handle the real-life situations that someone might wind up in in the John Wick world. I want to set a scene. Go ahead, close your eyes. Imagine John Wick is on a mission. He's going to his target. And then from across the room, he sees somebody that he knows. It's either Clark Wolf or John Roca. The first thing they say, the first thing they say, the first thing they say is, hey, John, because of course they know each other. Everyone knows John Wick. So first imagine Clark saying, hey, John, when she first sees John Wick. <laughs> a little bit of menace, a little bit of affection, all these feelings in there. Now imagine John Roca saying it, and it's kind of silly, right? Um, I feel like immediately oh, John Wick knocks John Roca's hat off, and then John Wick <laughs> fights three people before John Roca, and John Roca never stops complaining about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, man. oh, oh man. harder for me to picture. Two minutes. Wow. <laughs> I mean, look, I think that you should be scared. You're probably scared of John Roca now just because you made that shot. You know? You know a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Okay, little exactly. You are now worried. So I think I proved my point that now you have instantly regretted crossing the outlaw. You know he might come for you. And, and I feel like he has that ability to truly invoke um, intensity in his compatriots. So yeah, he could say, hey, John, 
But imagine the fear you're feeling now, Zipper. You've thrown down the gauntlet. You may have to enter the Schmoates Arena against John the Outlaw Roca next. And I but think I you're think scared. Just like John Wick would be scared. The, despite the fact that there is an element of theatricality in the world of John Wick, I don't think anyone in that world would take someone seriously who wears a cowboy hat and calls himself the outlaw. Because so much of that world is built around this like sort of weird bureaucracy of what being a hitman is in that world. And it's the mundane well, with the King, fantastical well, right up against each other. <laughs> okay, look. If we're going to compare <laughs> everything against the Bowery King. outlandish names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the wolf. Classy, classy. The wolf. It's Her name simple. isn't the wolf. Her name is Classy. She's <laughs> not Clark the Wolf Wolf. But in the world of John Wick, maybe. I almost said John Wolf, not. <laughs> but in the world of John Wick, maybe it is. Well, maybe. We don't know. My name. John Broca's name is literally John. I mean, it's literally John. Yeah, that's a double beat. We can't have another John and John Wick. <laughs> It's confusing. People are going to be like, which John is this? The cool one or John Roca? <laughs> so. <laughs> I feel like I've said everything I need to say. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, that wraps up our open debate. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel like you know, we're, we're saying like uh, we're, we're saying like Candyman or something, or we say something like too many times. Someone's oh gonna, no, you guys! A fifteen nowhere. million dollar hit was just put out on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't usually I, I like to say that these are two very different approaches to, you know, uh, picking an answer, that kind of thing. But I can't really say that going into this one because they both kind of mentioned they both have a really uh, they both have a presence. They both have a certain physicality. And, and you know, um, but I do know, like you said, Eric, you know, there's a certain uh, um, classiness, you know, where you can easily pitch her, you know, as being part of a high table, maybe working at the Continental or mm. something like that. Um, but also, Brendan, you know, you really kind of mentioned, you know, it's all about these kind of weird personalities, you know, while working within this kind of fantastical world. You know, uh, Roka, obviously, he's definitely one of these larger than life uh, personalities that you can't miss. Um, you know, that's really exemplified in Schmodown overall. Mm. Okay. Um, Okay, um, what Janine? What do you need to hear them say? What would you want to hear them do? Well, they can't really guarantee your vote. I want Brandon to kind of combat the whole "Why do we need a second John in the, in the world of John Wick?" <laughs> That's true. <laughs> also, how do we accept John Roca as an action guy when he couldn't really even take a tackle from Andrew guys. And with oh. Zipper, I would want to see Clark more in, on the action side. So what mm -hmm. kind of skills, what particular set of skills yeah. would Clark <laughs> have in the John Wick world? Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't know. I can't really picture her like, you know, knife throwing or, you know, gun wielding or anything, but I could be wrong. So, you know, definitely, you know, kind of paint that picture for us for sure. And two Johns in one John Wick movie. <laughs> I need to hear it. I need to paint the picture for us, Brendan. Let's see it happen. Um, 
Yeah. Um, okay. So not only that, I kind of want to hear specifically like what their jobs would be specifically mm. in this world of John Wick. Obviously, we whenever we see the movie, we see not only their assassins or people that work at the hotels, there are people that, you know, uh, you know, all around the world to kind of create this mm. world. So what would their job be specifically and uh, kind of help build it? Mm. Okay. So you have one minute for your closing statement. And since, uh, you know, obviously uh, it was, uh, we started off with Zipper, it's gonna be wrapping up with Zipper as well. For oh, the okay. You have one minute. So I go first, is that what you're saying? Oh no, because you oh. remember um, when, uh, because of the coin. Oh, I thought when you said it was wrapping up, sorry. I thought when you said wrapping up with Zipper, mm -hmm. I thought you meant, sorry, my bad. Oh yeah, sorry. I get it. Um, yeah, no so Zipper, you have one minute to really sell us on those arguments, starting right now. Great. Yeah. You mentioned wanting to see Clark get in on the action in that in those movies. Uh, and so the thing is, one of the most intimidating qualities that a person can have is stillness, stillness and poise. And so I imagine Clark as someone who is a part of the high table, maybe someone who is a very high ranking, important figure in this world who hasn't had to get their hands dirty in a while, who has this very calm collectiveness, who sort of resents the idea of having to fight. But then, of course, it's John Wick, so she's mm -hmm. gonna have to fight. And when it happens, it's this moment where like a switch is flipped because you can see that when Clark would play in the Schmodown, she has this poise, but then when she gets impassioned, when she gets passionate about the match, all of a sudden it just like flips. So to see her have this kind of very like officious, very just like calm centered attitude that then immediately turns and becomes scary and terrifying, I think would fit into that world. Very true. Stillness and poise can be incredibly intimidating. Definitely. Absolutely, for sure. Okay, so one minute for you, Brendan. Let's hear it starting now. All right. Well, I'll start off with the whole John Wick versus John Roca thing. I mean, what is the essence of great drama? Conflict. <laughs> and what do they always say about conflict in cinema? Raise the stakes. I mean, this is an instant feud. John versus John. There can only be one. I mean, what could be higher stakes? I mean, it's incredible. Eric says, imagine someone saying, hey, John. Imagine, hey, John. Hey, John. I mean, this is, <laughs> I mean, this is a really great game. And as for the guy moment, it was a cheap shot. He didn't see it coming. I mean, he was not prepared. All right? This is, this is the, the act of surprise. The John Roca that has been living in the John Wick universe will expect danger at every turn. And he will be able to combat it. And you know what? He'd probably just be a rancher because he already has the cowboy hat. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> In that world, I imagine he keeps like a stack of guns under his hat. <laughs> so, who's calling Derek Kolstad, the writer of the John Wick movies, and letting him John, know? John Roca, the rancher, the gun rancher, the gun rancher. I like. <laughs> He's battled, exposed, but John Wick meets his greatest foe, another John. John. John.
John. Yeah. <laughs> I can't picture that very easily. Okay, guys, I know you guys are, I, maybe, I don't know if you guys are like me, but if you're just on the, on the floor crying from sheer joy <laughs> of what both of these John Wick stories can bring to our souls, please go over to Twitter and make your opinions known right there also give us a follow right there while you're there that'd be pretty cool i run twitter over there so i try really hard i'm not gonna lie um but let us know what you think who made better arguments who is a better debater who is gonna walk away with bragging rights for the rest of their lives oh man we need your opinions okay but also on top of that you guys have 10 minutes, not you guys, not Eric and Brendan. We're just <laughs> oh. 10 minutes. Um, we're, you guys are watching this. You guys have 10 minutes to mm. go place your votes. So go over to All Twitter, right. let you can know, and I'll let you guys know every few minutes, you know, how much time you have remaining. Just want to let you know. Mm. But yeah, how do you guys feel? You're done with your debate. Yeah. That was fun. That I'm was so, fun. thanks for having me on. It's a balance, you know, because it is a debating show, so you want to be intense and fiery, but I, you know, you don't want to come off. I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to have fun, too. So. I hope I don't, you know. Well, you know, you usually come off as a real dick. Oh, oh, Whenever oh, Brendan, you know right about everything. I like all I need it in a certain way. You like, Brendan, way right there. about everything. <laughs> and he's like, do not look. Yeah, but <laughs> where does like at live events? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think I think I won. There we go. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, Great. there That's we go. I mean, Bibbs, can just, Bibbs, we can just declare yeah. that. I mean, Bibbs just declared it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> residual uh, free for all prize. I don't know MVP prize. Uh, an auto win on Schmobase. Is that the? It's a tie now. Kevin oh. came in. It's a tie. Except the person who said I was right about everything currently has a belt. So. Whoa. Oh. had a belt too. Anyway, <laughs> same, amount, same amount of belts. Same amount of belts. Mm. No recency bias here. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, speaking of which. We are at, you guys have a little over, you're about two minutes and 30 seconds appropriately. So go over and do that. Um, yeah. Okay. So you guys are done with these voting. Like what, uh, what other big questions do you like to argue? Would you love to see argued in particular? Hmm. I always like to ask um, in part uh, specifically because I have like a bazillion and one questions. <laughs> I have marked down for Schmo Bates. But, you know, I'm looking at the list every day. I always like to get outside the perspective. So what would you guys like to see argued hmm. from other people? These ones about which people would fit into the world of uh, certain cinematic worlds is fun. I'm trying That's to think fun. of what, yeah. I'm trying to think of what I, I know I do. What would be a good one? I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. It's certainly fun. I think, you know, this, you know, what would be a really spicy one. What is this, uh, the wheel slice that needs to come off the wheel? What is the least oh. deserving? Oh. That can get spicy. That can get spicy. What is it? You know, what is who is the, who doesn't deserve their own wheel slice? Yeah. Ooh, that could be, like that. Uh, you know, or or I guess it could be a specific uh, genre as well. Mm-hmm. Someone yeah. just comes in super hot. They're like, no more comedy. <laughs> you know, oh my would, god, that oh. would probably be very bad. They're very. Good. <laughs> I don't know. Comedy is pencil. Enough where it, it's rom coms can stay, but no comedy. <laughs> oh. 
also like the idea of what Shimoto competitor deserves to be on a slice, like oh, you know, oh. the whole Ben and you know, trying to get on the new. Um, oh yeah, really yeah, yeah. So like, who is so good like at a specific that. category that they deserve to be on? Their picture deserves to be on that wheel slice. Ooh, oh, a like a Bateman. Yes. Mm -hmm. mm. I haven't seen the movie release day um, exhibition match. Mm. Has that has that one been filmed and released yet? I have no clue. I don't, I don't think I so. I just have to say, Kevin Smets was a beast in that Back to the Future uh, match. I was watching that the other day or a couple days ago. No, that, no, that was insane. Can really give anything away in here? Just wanted... oh, we aren't. Oh, okay. I thought maybe because it did. But again, I didn't say. I yeah, those are um, available happened. only for patrons online. Oh, um, as of now, I see. I see. I see. But I, again, it, everybody was, it was actually very close. So I didn't say who won. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I've only seen the, the four-way championship match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fun one. That was a really fun one. All right. I was really surprised at that one. Like, not like who yeah. won or anything, but I was surprised at how close it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, because mm -hmm. these are two, like, two of them are teammates and that have yeah. never been in IG. Um, well, mm -hmm. I how heavily I haven't watched it yet. How heavily did they weight the questions towards IG and Star Wars versus a more general? I think general... it was pretty balanced. It was pretty balanced. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, cool. There was, there was a lot of stress on both of them on both mm. ends. Yeah, <laughs> that that is a really cool idea for an annual one too. Like I think that's really really fun. Like the idea mm -hmm. that they could do that again in like a yeah. year and we could kind of see who's the champions at that point. That's really fun. And yes, I do. I do think Bibbs should be on the horror slice for sure. Mm. Yes, nice. that needs to be the stakes in some of these other exhibition matches. Maybe who gets to uh, yeah. be on the wheel? Because there is a horror one coming up too, right? Mm -hmm. That is one that's yeah. coming up. Right? There is also a rom coms one coming. Oh up. yes, yes, and an ooh. MCU match. Ooh, that I'm in. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling the zip momentum. Zip momentum continues. Zip week continues <laughs> on your uh, on all across all social media. I, I, we had an idea that one of the last tapings I was at before every like before you know everything kind of shut down for a bit was we were joking about the exhibition match where each competitor gets to pick two the most obscure wheel slices they could think of. And then oh, no, they have to write uh, questions just for that. Movies. Nickelodeon movies. <laughs> oh my God. The big, okay, fat, so... the big fat liar in Nickelodeon movie. Okay, Harriet Five, Harriet Neutron. You can do SpongeBob. Mm. You can do mm. a, quite a, a good burger movie. one. There's a handful of Halloween movies. And there was a Rugrats, wasn't there a Rugrats movie? Rugrats. Ooh. Um, fun size. Good like, burger. Did you say good burger? I, well, I'm a manager in the family, so one of my uh, and one of my uh, uh, a, t a team that I manage, they got that one, and I'm like, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is this? And they're like, yeah, there's like 20 movies, and I was like, there you what? go. There you they go. Movies? And I was like, if SNL movies can be a thing, which there's like 11 of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, SNL movies in particular are kind of confusing to me. So does that include like cast, any cast member? Does that include like Fever no. Pit and I Iron Man movies? I wouldn't think so. I, I think, think it's think movies like, purely based on SNL skits. Like, yeah. yeah. It has to be derived from that. Yeah. Yeah. Which there's like 10 of those. So like. Yeah. No one's taken it, so like like McGruber would probably be one of those, right? Yeah, yeah. so McGruber, um, uh, Cone Heads. Berry, yeah, yeah, no. Coneheads, yeah, um, mm -hmm. Superstar, right. oh, Superstar, that movie <laughs> makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think. 
Mm. Okay, speaking of which, guys, um, you guys got three Ooh. minutes remaining left to vote. Oh, and if boy. you don't vote in the next three minutes, you're shit out of luck, unfortunately. Oh, am, I, so, am I allowed to vote? I just want to see what the results look like. No, you cannot vote. <laughs> oh, oh, Eric is stuffing the ballot. Eric is stuffing the ballot. Well, no, Brendan, you can do it too. They'll cancel each other out. Okay, because you're saying I could do it too. That's how it's working. That's your defense. That's how you justify it. Twist in my words. It's not cheating because you could also cheat. <laughs> the Zipmentum has gone to the dark side. Oh no, Zipmentum. Thinks he can get away with everything just because of his cherubic face. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. So I do want to ask, okay, so if anyone is in the chat and if you guys have any specific questions and if you want to yell at Brendan or Eric, meaning like, you clearly chose the wrong answer. Or if you just have like, or whatever it may be, you know, uh, you can actually just let us know through Streamlabs and I can actually, there's a link in the description box and I will ask them and I'll yell at them for you if needed. If you want to yell at Brendan, we're going to put his home address in the chat and uh, you can visit him <laughs> and tell him how wrong he was on Schmobates. Um, yeah, it's like, there's, yeah, there's a lot of love for you guys overall. Okay, the back and forth between Bibbs and Kevin is like giving me <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> But also like, like Video Drew, aka Drew Grant, she is just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what's going on in the chat. I gotta go. I'm gonna have to go back and look at the chat replay of this. I gotta go back I, and see. I am too. Like just chatting with you guys, I feel like I get like blips, uh, like yeah. like conversations here and there, and I'm like, where'd that come from? <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Um, but to over say Janine specifically. Okay, so now that you've been, you know, co-host, you're kind of seen it in action. You know, how would you? Do you think you can see yourself arguing in the future? Potentially? Mm. I don't know. Not totally fine. Or would you? Do you think you're pretty comfortable in the co-hosting? I, I I think I prefer co-hosting. I mean, I don't know if arguing with people, like angry, calling names, arguing with people, qualifies as debating. That's very true. <laughs> Speak if you've seen my Twitter battles with John Rocco or Mike Kalinowski, <laughs> then yeah. Guys, meaning to vote, and if you do not vote here, well, that sucks. <laughs> so go vote. Yeah. Right Oh man, Eric, only five seconds left to stuff the ballot mm -hmm. box, man. Get going. Ah. <laughs> 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 okay, Jake, please go get right now. Jake is uh, our ghost guy in the background, really helping me out the voting process. So thank you so much, Jake, for helping a gal out and uh, putting all this together. Okay, but while that is, uh, we're getting that uh, put together. Where can we find you, Janine, and everything amazing that you're putting together via Patreon for your podcast and all that good stuff? Uh, you can find me at Janine DeBean on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out my podcast feed where I have three shows, um, Machine Mondays every Monday. Then I have Morgan Hasn't Seen every Wednesday, where my co-host Morgan hasn't seen a lot of things. So I pick a related series of films or a franchise of films that he hasn't seen and we watch and discuss. Right now we are doing movies about music. So we recently did an episode on Almost Famous. Um, and next week we're talking Detroit Rock City. Uh, and then every Friday we have It's a Wonderful Podcast where we give love to those old classic movies. So mm. Cannot yeah. ignore those classics, that's for sure. Yeah. 
was. Yeah. And if you want to check out my artwork, you can find it all at my tea shop on tpublic.com at G9Design. Like, I actually did design that coin. So the action cool. coin. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I have to say, you know, the superior side, you know, clearly yeah. gave more love to one side and then this, like, <laughs> right? Hey, the winning I'm side sorry, today. The winning side, trader was the winning side today. The trader side, you know, the... the I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> All trader right, came up big today. I'm sorry? I just said trader came up big today. Trader, uh, trader, well, trader uh, today. Okay. Just keep on digging, man. Just keep digging that hole. <laughs> the voting's over. The voting is over. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, before we kind of go into the stats and all that good stuff, um, Eric, where can we find you and everything you're working on? Uh, yeah, on Twitter, you can find me at Grog is here with two G's at the beginning. Um, you can find me on Letterboxd as Eric Zipper. Uh, my writing is on YouTube for The Completionist. If you like video games, check out The Completionist. I'm one of the writers on that show, and we've been doing a lot of really great stuff lately. Um, and oh, and my improv company, Comedy Sports Los Angeles, has started doing shows through Zoom on Saturday nights. So if you're bored on a Saturday, check that out at CSZLA.com. I might be in one of them in the next couple weeks. Nice. That's and great time. And last but not least, Brendan. Yeah, you can find me at uh, Brendan KJ Meyer uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, please uh, give me a follow. You know, I'm always tweeting about different things I'm up to and uh, different movies I'm watching and stuff. So yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like Eric is like taking notes. He's like, follow him and I will find what he's learning right now. Oh. <laughs> get all the info, right? That's right. That's right. Um, Okay. okay, so yep. we have our info. That means we have our winner. We have our stats. Ooh. Everyone, please take a big breath. Do Ooh. some yoga, hydrate, if needed, whatever you need to do, because when y'all- Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, <laughs> yellow leather. <laughs> All right. For our first question, round one, with the question being, best rookie debut, the winner is Brendan with the bids percent. Oh. With how much? Forty-seven percent. Ooh, dang, that is close. Yeah, Brendan won that question. Was that? Do you think it's like fifty-three to forty-seven? Is that what you're saying? It was very close. So uh, you actually, okay, so Brendan, you actually had um, fifty-two point six. Oh, that's close. Eric had 47.4. Oh, I see. Yes. Oh, very close. Ooh, very, that's close. close. Yeah, very, very close. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, On right. to question number two, which I was like, yeah, that's this was like a real, so honestly, uh, this one was actually my favorite uh, yeah. debate. This show. Around two yeah. being the question being, what slice should be added to the singles and teams league? Oh, man. Okay. So with round two, it is in favor. Uh, Brendan with the De Niro and Pacino. This is some bullshit. I will be honest, though. I will be honest, though. 4.4% of the vote versus Eric with Korean films getting 25.6%. I got to be honest. I think it should have been way closer, and I'm not just saying that. Like, even when we were talking about before, I really do. I totally agree with Eric that we should see more foreign slices, and I love Korean cinema, too. But obviously, I couldn't say that till now after the vote. I abstained from from uh, saying that uh, in a public forum, but yes, I actually, I think that was a great choice, Eric. I mean it. Thank you. So at the end of the day, and your winner. Uh. 
London. The kid. Oh sorry, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. I'm sorry. Story of my life. Story of my life. I, I this do one. think this I do lives on. This momentum lives on. Okay. Zipmentum. Zipmentum. <laughs> zipmentum. That's the real That's the thing about zipmentum. It has to build. It has to build. <laughs> Okay, it's okay. As soon as they told me I was debating you, I was like, I have no, I have no hope. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, no. I mean, this is very fun. Uh, for the third and final question, though, again, Brandon Maya. <laughs> okay, incredibly close. Wow. Okay. Um, in favor of Brendan with John Roca, four point eight percent of the vote versus Eric with forty five point two. Oh man! So Brendan, you are the second person in Schmobate history to Whoa. get three correct. Wait, who is the first? Who is the first? Mm -hmm. Um, it was a woman down over in Florida named Bethany Curl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. That's true. These All are right. indeed. So, okay. So obviously now, even though Brendan, you did win all three of the debates, that is not a, a, a reflection of not only just how the yeah. debates went, because both of you guys de debated amazingly yeah. well yeah. today. Yes. Overall. And you know, I feel like this is like only fair because congratulations, Brendan, but this is not going to be how it goes when we meet each other in the ring. Oh, so, oh, I mean, this I feel is like good. that's fair. You can have this. You can have this because right. I'm going to beat right. you in the oh, showdown. So. I like this. All right. All yeah. right. Let's go. All right. I like this. This can start. They can mix some of this in with the opening promo. This can there start. There you go. It's, you know, you can put this in the opening promo. You calling me out here. Oh man, we'll see her. We'll this see. is the real call out. It is. Yeah. Um, okay. No, there's a brick coming through know. Brendan's window in five, four, three. <laughs> Apparently, my mischief manager is not working. <laughs> and it just goes to show that you can pick Trader and still have a decent showing on Schmovates. I mean, I come on. So. This is. I guess you can. This is an unprecedented, an uphill battle <laughs> by choosing Trader. I mean, this is. <laughs> they were both incredible. I mean, they're both okay. So all three, aside from the okay, so actually two out of three were like crazy close. I mean, it yeah, just yeah. Came to like not even like five percent difference. Um, but you know, even like Chris Adam said, you know, I voted uh zip two out of three, and same for Ooh. Danny, two out wow. of three. Um, you know, but also drain the swamp. My my problem is I'm worried that now I started Twitter beef with John Roca for nothing. <laughs> I know. You came hard at John Roca. Love you, John. Love you. Sorry, I only meant it if I won. <laughs> you were coming hard. Well, you said the best thing to do in the John Wick world was be a rancher. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what? I mean, have people broke Um, you never know. Just went for broke John versus John. People just could not, you know. It was just too exciting, you know. That <laughs> <laughs> John versus John battle. John if Square. I had, if I had the option to vote, I personally one hundred percent would vote in favor of Clark Wolf. Mm. I could easily picture her in that world. Not to say like John Wolf Roca, I can't, but at the same time, um, I didn't really hear a comeback from you know 
he could barely, you know, take the tackle. From the <laughs> I said it was a cheap shot. He didn't see it coming. Yeah, but if he's a really good assassin, yeah, but, why, really good <laughs> he would. Hey man, hey man. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say that you're not right, but you know, thank goodness this didn't come up before the vote. You know, it's just, you know. I just, I just tried to distract, you know, with the rancher and uh, with the John versus John, and you yeah, know, you were that, playing three-dimensional chess. We get it. Talk about conflict, uh, drama, and raising the stakes. You know, I just throwing out a lot of buzzwords, and uh, you know, trying to keep ahead of the curve. <laughs> you know, I, I respect that. You know, yeah. you got to do what you got to do in order to get, guarantee those votes in your favor, for sure. That's right. That's right. Okay, so honestly, like I said, you are—it's um, like you got three out of the three. So congratulations, and Eric. I mean, like, how are you feeling? Like walking away from it? Do you feel satisfied? Do you feel like you should have uh, went with different, uh, diff different answers? Do you feel like you could have argued differently or anything like that? Or you're like, no, yeah, you know, with what everything I did. I think I did as well as one can be expected to do. I made my arguments. I made my points. I think I made them well. Uh, and I think that if I had the kid's face, I probably would have won. So. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm, I'm serious though. I, I really have a rivalry, and I'm so here for it. I think that's a great. I mean, I think that's a great, you know, conversation to keep having though, Eric, to bring up the idea of of kind of more foreign cinema and and, and what we could yeah. do. I think it's a really interesting idea. A great Korean film too is Burning. That was one of my favorite movies. Oh, so Burning good. is so good. good. Burning is so good. I uh, was like, I watch uh, Korean dramas personally all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I have like an app on my TV specifically for Korean dramas. I'm that. <laughs> um, but it's uh if anything, if we can get it, if we're doing, if you guys are doing a, a horror exhibition match, Bibs, I would love to see you mm. argue in favor of a Japanese horror cinema slice. Mm. So, just saying, you can have an mm. entire category dedicated to like the yeah. Japanese original movies. Audition, you can go into the rings, you can. Yeah, I just watched Audition for the first time this year. Actually, that was one that I hadn't had not gotten to. So I watched it for the first time in like October. Yeah, I don't. I, hadn't, I saw it for the first time last October. Yeah. And how long did it haunt you for? A lot. I mean, I still, you know, I threw out all my razor wire. Good. <laughs> I would like <laughs> all my piano wire. I was like, I Brendan, is that a bag behind you that's moving on its own? What is going on? What are you I was I was doing oh, 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 you're doing a reference. Sorry. There are long haired, uh, long black haired girls sharing your window like with the long like black gloves. Yeah. Oh. That's right. The moving uh, the moving guy. I do this reference though. From in there, I was genuinely terrified. I was genuinely <laughs> like, what is Eric referring to? And how am I about to die live on Smokey's? <laughs> And we might have also just want to give you guys a heads up. I mean, you guys are both like repping your individual uh, factions as well. Mm. But, you know, Smets and Bits, they have, uh, they kind of created a I mean, maybe this is, yeah. you know, yeah. Smets versus Bits here. Um, maybe that's the next. Uh... Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to happen. I don't want to go up like 10 minutes worth of uh, a chat mm. notes in here. <laughs> Where they just kind of go back and forth. No, I'm so excited for it. It's like uh, when the uh, boxers trainers are yelling at each other from the other side of the ring, you know. <laughs> oh, we exactly. did get some love again from uh, Brian Chandler. Her oh, yeah. return, my daughter, gets out of bed. Super mom, super mom. Yeah. <laughs> 
doing a million things at once. But that's it, guys. Congratulations to Brandon, Eric. Oh my gosh, you're such an amazing yes. leader. Next time. Back on Next again. Time. I mean, you're all done a bag of chips. You are Thank the you. my macaroni. I love it all. All right. And everyone, thanks again. If you're watching this, please give this video a, a like, a thumbs up, or whatever it may be. And please subscribe. Check us out. Um, and leave a comment. If uh, there are ways that you would like us to improve, let us know. We're constantly uh, trying to find ways to, you know, kind of do you know, the channel better overall. All right. Thanks um, for having me on. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thank you so much. So this fun. This has been a fun <laughs> like, guys. I'm so excited. You guys, I'm Alex Mack, part of the Call to Action crew. You can follow me on Twitter at real underscore Alex Mack. And I'm going to be hosting Schmobates every single Wednesday at 930 Central. And uh, except today obviously, but thank you, thank <laughs> we're <you> gonna do. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks everyone.